But at this point in time, we're joined by Hall of Famer Michael Jack Schmidt, and uh, he is here to talk about his fight against skin cancer, and uh, Dr. Rohrer as well, and they join us here on the attack. Good morning, gentlemen. Nice to have you with us. Bob Black, Joe Spano. Hello, Bob, Joe. Uh, appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on with you. Well, let, let's start with uh, Dr. Rohrer and and. Dr. R, it, it's, uh, it's a battle that a lot of people have fought, but it's amazing how many people don't take the precautions when it comes to protecting themselves from the summer sun. Why, why don't you get into that a little bit and, and what people need to be aware of and what they need to be doing? Yeah, well, thank you, Joan Bob, for having us on this morning. Uh, American Academy of Dermatology uh, has partnered up with uh, Mike Schmidt and I this morning just to to bring the message out to as many people as we can. And like you mentioned, skin cancer is incredibly prevalent. There's more cases of skin cancer every year than all other skin can all other cancers, all other types of cancer combined. Um, we know it's due to the sun and, and radiation. So the key is to try and protect ourselves uh, from that as much as we possibly can. So things we can do are pretty straightforward. Um, the most important is staying out of the sun whenever we can, and particularly during those midday hours between 10 and 2 where the sun's rays are the strongest. The other things we can do is when we do go out in the sun, which we're all going to go out in the sun at some point anyway, is to use strong sunscreen, apply a lot of it, you know, maybe a shot glass worth for our full body, um, use sun protective clothing if we can get some of that, and a hat with a wide brim all the way around it, and sunglasses. So do what we can to limit our exposure to the sun. Um, and also staying out of uh, tanning booths, uh, which certainly had a lot of unnecessary radiation and have been associated with increased risks of skin cancer. And there's a uh, website, spotskincancer.org, that goes through a lot of the um, issues with skin cancer, how to prevent it, how to detect it early, and where you can actually go to get a free skin cancer screening at Spot Me um, Skin Cancer Screening. So it's the spotskincancer.org is the website. Boy, you said a mouthful, Doc, and I think you did a great job of leading us through some sensible uh, methods of uh, curtailing our exposure to the sun. Mike, let's talk a little bit about your personal journey with skin cancer. Talk about, you know, the story of how you were diagnosed and how we got to this point. Yeah, and, and, and like Dr. Rohr, I, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on to sort of spread the word about sun safety, uh, especially to young people. Uh, um, like me, I, I went out in the sun uh, most of my young and uh, a better part of my adult life as a professional athlete uh, without any sun protection. Uh, really, actually just quite the opposite. Uh, you know, as, as a young lifeguard, a young kid uh, in the summer sun, uh, um, you know, putting uh, baby oil or copper tone or <laughs> whatever on my body thinking that uh, – uh, I needed to turn my skin brown, and uh, fortunately that was the wrong thing for me because, uh, you know, I was kind of I am kind of light-skinned and very susceptible to, um, you know, something like skin cancer. And uh, uh, so I spent most of my life without protection, and um, I paid the price. Um, I'm one of the lucky ones, though. In 2013, uh, after a visit to my dermatologist, we caught a mole on my back, and uh and we caught it early enough for me to be able to sit here now and kind of smile about it and, and talk about what I went through. And I was lucky because of my relationship with, you know, with, with my dermatologist, who's someone I see. Actually, I see a dermatologist probably five, six times a year. But uh, 
I spent about a year and a half treating it. Uh, Luckily, modern medicine uh, can uh, put a smile on someone like me's face, and I can say that I am a survivor, and uh, I still am on a scan program, and I'm still very concerned about it, and uh, I learned my lesson. I I never go out without uh, sunscreen on, an SPF, at least an SPF or higher. I uh, always wear a wide-brim hat when I'm out in the sun. I try to limit my time in the sun. Um, So I'm... uh, one of the lucky ones, and I would say uh, to the people out there, uh, start a program of having your skin checked. Doc uh, spot, gave you the website, spotskincancer.org, uh, where you can schedule a scan by a dermatologist. And uh, um, respect the sun's rays because uh, they, they can do some serious damage. And, uh, you know, not everyone uh, uh, has been as lucky as me. Well, you know, Mike, before we swing into baseball, and I'll let Joe take it down that avenue, uh, you know, you say you caught it early, but it was still stage three melanoma, and you had to go through chemo and radiation rather than just surgery. And I've been down that road myself. That wasn't easy. How did you tolerate it, and how did you fight back from it? Well, I tolerated it because I had a great team of doctors. Uh, My wonderful wife uh, um, kind of... uh, ushered me through this whole period, uh, trying to keep me positive. Uh, um, just, uh, I, I can't tell you how it changed uh, my sense of uh, the whole idea of uh, love and friendship and uh, um, the doctors. And uh, it just gave me an entire new uh, perspective on life in general. When, you, when you're faced with the possibility of life coming to an end, you start thinking about um, grandchildren and, and family and your, your wife and uh, um, how you aren't as invincible as you once thought you were. Um, it, it, it's an unbelievable experience, and I'm just so thankful to be able to now talk about it and, uh, and tell people about, use, you know, use myself as an example about how people should take a different and, and more serious um, um, outlook on how they handle their bodies when they go out in the sun. Um, uh, I, I, I can't tell you how lucky I feel that I am. Well, Mike, you know, I, and, and it's great that we're joined by Michael Jack Schmidt and Dr. Thomas Rohrer here on the Spano and Black Attack, and we really appreciate you, you talking to us about the dangers of skin cancer. But I do want to take it to the baseball diamond a little bit. Let's go to the Phillies, and let's talk about Ryan Howard. We're, we're watching a, a, a player in decline. Talk to us about what a player goes through on, the, on that back leg of the career and how hard it is to come to grips with the fact that I'm just not what I used to be. Yeah, um, players that, uh, well, at some stage, every player goes through it. Some uh, Some aren't quite lucky enough to, you know, get into a 15-plus year career. Uh, as I did, uh, Ryan, I think, is in his mid-30s now. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's like a 10, 12, 13-year career uh, for him at this point in time. He's one of the most productive uh, first six, seven, eight years of a career that uh, we've had in the National League. Uh, he was uh, an MVP, a Rookie of the Year. I believe he was the fastest player to a, a 100 home runs and I guess 500 RBIs. He's got some very, very serious credentials as as a hitter from the early parts of his career. In the last uh, 
the last four or five years have, have been he has been a bit on a decline. And I think it all started in the postseason when they played the Cardinals a few years back, and he made the last out in that series, and he tore his Achilles tendon coming out of the batter's box. And I think that has affected uh, his play uh, immensely over the last four or five years. He had a, a pretty serious uh, knee injury uh, that added to that Achilles injury, and he really never has been the same since then and um, has kind of been unable to reinvent himself as a hitter uh, and has been a bit on a decline. So uh, I know that because that happened to me toward the end of my career in May of 1989. Uh, I, I planted a seed in my brain that I might be at the end, and uh, I, I was uh, I was able to to handle that issue uh, much better than I think Ryan is at this point. Um, I, I, the Phillies weren't a very good team then, and I decided, you know, let's get on with life. Go home, be a, be a good father to your kids, uh, maybe take up golf, do some traveling. Uh, you know, I, I was able to look at the next stage of my life and be quite excited about it. Ryan might be a little bit different, and I guess one where that I, I, I really don't want to go, but you have to, is that Ryan makes $25 million a year. <laughs> so yeah, I think you and I would, uh, you guys would understand, it might be a little tougher to walk away from that than it was for me back in the day. No question about it. We've got you guys uh, literally for about another 90 seconds. So real quick, Mike, it seems as if the Phillies rebuild is coming along a little quicker than maybe anticipated, and they were playing some pretty good ball. They've leveled off a little bit, but the future doesn't look so dark for them, does it? Well, no. I mean, we made a couple of trades with the Cole Hamels trade, uh, Ken Giles uh, going to Houston. That brought us back, uh, what, six or seven young players who all are doing really well in the minor leagues right now. And uh, um, our pitching staff, our young pitching staff, has uh, overachieved to this point. Uh, I, mean, I don't know where they still are, but they were leading the Major League Baseball in strikeouts. We've got a couple of guys. we got a really good bullpen, actually. Uh, uh, Hector Neris, Jenmar Gomez uh, have all-star numbers this year. Uh, we just haven't hit. You know, we haven't hit, uh, and uh, hopefully we will. Um, you know, we were, we were messing with our lineup every day and trying to figure out a combination that will score some runs for us. But as soon as we start to score some runs, maybe we will uh, – overachieve the entire year right now we're right around 500 and things could be worse guys can't thank you enough for a couple of minutes it was truly a pleasure great insight on skin cancer awareness and mike some great baseball insight as well look forward to doing it again down the line thanks so much for a few really do appreciate it all right thanks for having us on thank you, you. got it bye Bye-bye now. That was Dr. Thomas Rora and Baseball Hall of Famer Mike Schmidt joining us here on the Spano and Black Attack. 